y'all we are back with another episode of lay hot pair it's your girl jazz here and i'm by myself this week but it's another like hot takes episode and i have some things to get off my chest in fact if you could see me now um i feel like jackie Ina has said that somebody has said this like i've seen this on somebody's um instagram page or probably on their IG stories or maybe in one of their YouTube uh, videos. My mask is on, so I'm about to go off. So I have a face mask on now uh, because, you know, self-care Sundays. Uh, And this is a hot takes episode. So let's go ahead and put that in now. And um, yeah, so there are a few things I just wanted to kind of get off my chest. First things first, we back. Uh, if I could find, like, I when I when I thought of like the beginning of this episode, I'm like, ooh, I should drop in, um, chances and we back, and we back and we like all that, and I'm like, ah, maybe not. Like, I feel like the Nelly one is enough. But I am back. I am back at a hundred percent. I was out last week. In fact, I was, I had a sinus infection, so I had no voice. I was sick as a dog and. Um, even though I went to, or even though I saw a doctor, um, she was like, yeah, we typically don't prescribe anything until you hit like the seven day mark of that. So like, let your body do what it's supposed to do and like, let it work the, the infection out of your system. Well, it did. Um, <laughs> I put myself on house arrest last weekend and you know, I bounced back last week took an L, but this week I bounced back and during that time, I obviously could not record a podcast episode. Um, so last week I ended up sharing a hallway P playlist with you guys. In fact, our first one, but, um, on some IG posts before then, you know what? Let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself there. That's going to be like the meat of this podcast episode. Let's back up. There's, there are a few things I want to talk about before then. So Second things first, because the first thing was me being back. Second thing, 50 Cent changed the intro back on power. Now, I know that, <laughs> one, I'm super excited about that. I'm, Uncle Joe should have just been on the uh, the intro, and that should be it. I like Tremaine, but, you know, we don't do, and I say we, because when I say we, I mean, like, black people, um, and black people, like, watching entertainment, like, popular entertainment, we don't take too kindly to immediate change, especially like abrupt change. Um, it's one thing if we're eased into it, but abrupt change is really hard for people <laughs> to uh, take, like to be comfortable with. Like people are still mad about Aunt Vivian being replaced on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And that was like 20 years ago. Um, in fact, that was more than 20 years ago. And people still talk about light skin Aunt Viv versus dark skin Aunt Viv. Uh, we still want to know what happened to Judy on Family Matters. And that was close to 30 years ago as well. Um, so the abrupt change of Joe's version of the intro to Trey Songz's version had us all shook. So I'm happy that 50 listened and brought the original one back. Uh, and I'm not knocking Trey Songz. I think he's a great music. I think he's a great vocalist. Um, I just don't think that was his lane. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad song. I just don't think that was his lane. Like, he is the Neighbors Know My Name, I Am Bidden Sex, um, I Don't Want to Leave But I Gotta Go Right Now. Like, he is, that's his lane. 
the big rich town, that's not your lane, sir. And that's okay. That might not be your ministry. And that is okay. You continue with your woes and your scratching my back and homemade lemonade. That Ready album, y'all, is everything. Like that Ready album was probably my soundtrack of 2009. Um, and I still listen to it regularly. But the theme song for Power, especially the last season, let's just keep it consistent. So I'm happy that Joe's back on that. Um, third thing, <laughs> I watched Hustlers this weekend, the movie Hustlers with J-Lo and Constance Wu and uh, Kiki Palmer. Uh, Liz on Cardi B even made a guest appearance. And I say a guest appearance because they were in it for like five minutes. In fact, um, Usher was in it probably as long as Lizzo was in the movie. Uh, but it was good. I was, I was... I was shocked at how, how, um, I didn't have high expectations. I'm just gonna, let's preface it with that. I did not have high expectations for this movie. Um, I typically don't have high expectations for movies like this, like Magic Mike and, um, yeah, I don't know what else to compare it to, but, uh, it's actually based on a true story about these, uh, strippers who, uh, and they were more than that, but. The movie is based off of, um, or the movie says that it's about strippers who uh, went the Robin Hood route and they stole from the rich to give to themselves the not quite as rich. So they drugged their clients and um, maxed out their credit cards, maxed out their debit cards, um, and faced some prosecution for it. Like, I think... Somebody, two of the ladies had to spend weekends in jail for a while. Um, one lady, one of them, Jennifer Lopez's character, I think she was on probation for like five years. I think uh, Constable's, not character, but the woman she's based off of was on probation for like five years. I think the woman that Constance Wu's character was based off on was on probation for fewer years than that, maybe one or two years. So they got some, um, I mean, they got a longer sentence than Felicity Huffman and probably Lori Laughlin, but that's coming up next. Um, so yeah, they drugged these guys and they were, I mean, they were cold with it. They were getting a few grand each every, every night. Like there was even a doctor who was sued by the strip club that they used to work at because he walked on his 135,000 Amex bill. Over the course of a weekend, like this man spent $135,000 in that club. Now, granted, if I don't know if he was 100% coherent the whole time, because from what they were saying, they were drugging these guys with ketamine and MDMA. So like the MDMA would get them hyped up and the ketamine would help, uh, would make them forget, uh, would make their memory hazy. So, um... I was pleasantly surprised at this movie. It ended kind of weird, but I guess that's what happens when you have movies based off of true stories. Like it doesn't doesn't always have the the fairy tale ending you're hoping for. But this one was kind of abrupt. Um, I it's not one that I would take the kids to, but I don't think it would be wrong for like a girls' night out or even um, a date night movie. Like it's, it's light enough. There isn't, there isn't a whole lot of, there's action, but there's not a whole lot of action. And honestly, for it being a movie featuring strippers, there's not a whole lot of nudity either. So, 
Um, shout out to them for that. Um, and shout out to Lizzo for getting the flute feature. So I'm here for it, ma'am. Um, so yeah, I check it out. I mean, I would. So I kind of mentioned Felicity Hoff, uh, Felicity Huffman's. I really hope I didn't say Hoffman. Felicity Huffman's, uh, her, what she was sentenced and how, how light of her sentence was and Lori Laughlin. So Felicity Huffman was sentenced, sentenced to 14 days, uh, for, you know, um, I mean, essentially paying for her kid to paying for her kids SAT scores to be changed. Uh, and it's cheating. I don't care what anybody says. It's cheating. Um, what pisses me off is the fact that she was given such a light sentence when, when you have mothers like Kelly Williams Bolar, who was sentenced to, uh, not who had to serve nine days in jail for using her father's address, um, for, to enroll her kids in a better school. So she didn't even pay anything. She just used her dad's address to enroll her kids in a better school. And honestly, living in Houston, I see that done all the time. <laughs> I see it done all the time. Not necessarily for um, a different district, but oftentimes for a different school. School districts are often, or school districts often redistrict areas to, uh, I guess, help populate schools that need students. Um, Spring did it every time they added a new school. <laughs> Spring ISD did it every time they added a new school. In fact, I wouldn't have met my, um, one of my oldest best friends had Spring ISD not done it. Like, had they not redistricted, redistricted, did I say that right? I hope I did. Anyway, um, I would have never met Jasmine. She would have stayed at Wells and we would have never met at Bamel. So, um, shout out to redistricting. But, um, Kelly Williams Bolar served like nine years in jail in 2011 for that. Then you have Tanya McDowell who served 12 years, or excuse me, she got 12 years for sending her um, six-year-old to a different, or so they were homeless and she used an address to send her six-year-old kid to school. And they were like, oh, you don't live there? This is illegal. What? And so these people are serving real time because there's no doubt in my mind that Felicity Huffman will serve she's not gonna serve 14 days she like she might be they might book her and release her if not the same day probably the next day due to quote-unquote overcrowding like we all know that that's how this works that's just how it works um Lori Laughlin's up next and I don't think she'll be getting a real sentence either um and another thing that's kind of pissing me off is the fact that it's only the mothers who are being prosecuted um, not to say that I'm caping for them in any way because I'm not at all, a at all, but they're married. Like they have husbands who I believe are very complicit in their actions. Um, and no one is, no one's saying anything to the fathers. Like William H. Macy wrote a letter, uh, talking about how great his wife was, um, and how she only did it because the, uh, their kid needs to have a chance and blah, 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 bull, bull bullshit, just bullshit. Um, if I'm not mis I forgot who Lori Laughlin's married to someone who had a target line or he had like a, a designer line at target. I can't think of his name right now off the top of my head, but he's a guy. I mean, he, she's married. Um, so why are these husbands not being brought? Uh, why are charges not being brought against them? I have questions. I have all, I have all the questions. Um, 
we'll see. I am definitely looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. And, um, I mean, I'm pissed that it came out this way and I'm, I'm pissed that they're not actually being punished. Like I think they should. Um, it's not even, and I'm not sure if they are saying that there's been no precedent of this, but the fact that they're giving these slap on the wrist punishments are setting a terrible precedent. So if something like this does happen in the future, or if it comes out again in the future, that, I mean, these punishments are absolutely, they don't fit the crime. They don't fit the crime. Um, so the, I guess one of the real reasons I wanted to come on today, uh, was to put a voice behind something that happened last week. I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast and I want to circle back to that. So, um, I shared a post uh, two weeks ago at this point when it was about Battle of the Bands. Yeah, it was back on the uh, week of Labor Day. As you guys know, if you listen to the last episode, I was given the opportunity to go and cover Battle of the Bands for my blog and podcast. And if you haven't checked out that episode, please check it out. I actually had my parents on there and that was super dope, super fun. Um, and my dad was real nervous. He was like, I'm just going to support you. No, nah, you're going to get on this mic, sir. So please check out that episode. But, uh, on one of the Instagram posts for that, there was a person, I think it's a person, it might've been a bot, but there was a person who thought that it would be best to jump on that post and talk about women's health and how abortion is murder or how they think, excuse me, abortion is murder and blah, blah, blah. And you guys know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, or, um, even if this is your first time listening to me, if you somehow find, found me. Um, please feel free to go back and listen to previous episodes. I am a big supporter of women's health. I believe that women's sexual rights are, are very important. Um, I I am very much pro-choice. Um, and I've, I've voiced those opinions. I was not talking about that particular topic on that Instagram post. I have talked about that on so many posts before that I have numerous blog posts about this. Um, I mean, I did an in-depth review of my IUD. I've done a few reviews like about my IUD. I talked about, uh, when I had it implanted, I've discussed that, um, I've discussed my desire to not have biological children. Um, like, so I'm very much a proponent of pro-choice, women's health, all good stuff. <laughs> this person decided to get on a post about marching band, about battle of the bands and come for me. So, um, they've since deleted that post, but you know, screenshots are a thing. And if you know me, then you know that I, I mean, I just, I believe in having proof. So, so much so that I have 1900 screenshots on my phone. Now that granted, this is probably going back to 2014, but you know, I have screenshots. Um, they decided to get on and say, Uh, This is the first comment. I saw one of your comments saying pro-choice is a health issue and I had to laugh. They threw in a laughing emoji. Only 1% of abortions are caused by health issues or are caused because of health issues and rape. Uh, This person's screen it because I don't care. I mean, if they, it's a public platform, uh, they want to comment, then I can share their name. So, and they might change it, but we'll see. It's Angel X 
O-O, period, and it looks like a double underscore. Um, so I responded, excuse me, one of my comments where? On this post? I believe that it is a health issue. They then said, a child's, and child plural, so they're using the wrong grammar, life is not a health issue. Another laughing emoji. Have you seen the videos on how an abortion is carried out? Completely unhumane. I don't think unhumane is a word. I think they were looking for inhumane. Um, so then I responded, a woman's reproductive organs and rights are health issues. And once again, how did this post about marching bands prompt your initial comment? I have quite a few other posts about women's health. Why not post your comment there? So she said something else and I forgot to screenshot that one, but I responded with, um, I asked her again, why are you commenting on this post about marching band? Why not comment on, um, a post about women's health? And I'm saying her because I think it's a her. I think, I really think it is. Uh, they didn't have any posts on their profile and their bio was this, uh, this page is for family and friends only, blah, blah, blah. They had zero posts. They're following a few people. Um, I don't know. But I, and I also asked why they kept using laughing emojis about a top on a topic that they, I mean, they felt so strongly about, so passionate about why are they using laughing emojis? It wasn't a light matter. Um, they since, or after that, they deleted their, um, uh, they deleted the, they deleted their comment, which deleted our thread. So I actually sent them a DM. Did she block me? She didn't. So this is what I said. You deleted your comments. I have no problem having a mature conversation with you, but there's a time and a place for everything. So I actually said that in the comments as well, but she deleted it. Um, or they deleted it. I really think it's a woman, but we'll see. Uh, I have no problem having that conversation with, with people. I have multiple podcast episodes about that. So I have no problem having a mature conversation with somebody. We don't even have to have the same beliefs. In fact, I would love, I'm, I'm putting this out there right now. I would love to have someone on who does not have the same, um, who is pro-life. Like I want to have somebody on who is articulate, who won't get emotional about it and can give me true, like can back up why they're pro-life. Um, don't give me a religious answer because one, we're not all the same religion. I am a Christian, but I'm very much pro-life. Uh, but yeah, I mean, give me a, give me the reasons why you're pro-life. I'm not asking you to, I don't know, change my audience's view or anything like that, but I want to have, sit down and have like a, an actual discussion with someone. So if, if any of my listeners out there are pro-life or, um, know somebody who is, and you want to get on and have this discussion, please let me know. I would love to have this discussion with you. But, um, I said what I said. I'm very much pro-choice. I am very, I do believe that women's rights, uh, women's health rights are, I mean, it's very important. And at the end of the day, the reason behind someone having an abortion, so the reason behind someone choosing to terminate a pregnancy, um, is none of our business. I don't understand how someone can be pro-life until, um, they find out or after like, until they have the genetic testing done and they find out that this child or their, um, their not necessarily a child. Cause I don't, it's, it's not always a child at that, at that point, but, uh, they find out that the fetus is not viable or won't have a, uh, their quality of life isn't good or anything like that. So when that happens, it's okay for them to terminate a pregnancy, but pro anything other than that. anyway, 
th- that'll be a discussion had when I talk to someone who's pro-life. That wasn't the point of this. I, um, I want to talk about people coming for me. And I wrote a blog post about it, but I tried to keep it cute, tried to keep it sweet. And I still got questions about it because there was questions about my tone, which is one of the major reasons why I started a podcast, because I want you guys to hear what I'm saying and not just read it because tone cannot often be, um, interpreted on what written out. So here's the deal. I'm not the one, I'm not the one nor the two, nor the three, nor the four. If you decide to part your lip or lips or, um, crack your knuckles and decide to come for me, don't, uh, because if you do, I will clap back and I can do it very professionally or I can come at your neck like I was raised to do. So you don't, nine times out of 10, the people who troll me don't know me. Like these are not people I grew up with. These are not people I've encountered in any way. They just clicked on a hashtag and decided to come for me or stumbled across my blog and decided to email me and decided to come for me. So, um, I'm not the one at all. And I, I felt like I kept it pretty cute and pretty professional with this person. In fact, I didn't say anything. I didn't even cuss him out, um, which I don't have to do when I clap back, but shout out to my aunt about that. I mean, she cussed us out. She could cuss us out, but she also told us that you could cut deep without have, without saying one expletive. Um, I, it took some years, even with my low confidence, like era, because I'll call it that, like the low confidence era of my life. It wasn't about stuff like this. Like it was more about body issues and stuff like that. My beliefs, you couldn't change. I mean, I was, I'm very, I've always been very steadfast in those, especially this. Um, so the fact that someone thought that they could come for me or period, just one made me laugh. Two, it made me realize that I hadn't really said anything about that on my blog. Like I handle trolls very privately. I try not to feed them. Like there have been signs, there have been posts like don't feed the trolls for a reason. And this time I was sick of it. I was sick of the shit. I was tired of people thinking that it would be okay to do that. Um, And even though that wasn't a sponsored post for me, it was still a, uh, it wasn't like a true sponsored post, but it was a post like I was talking about an experience that I would want to repeat. Like the Mar- the uh, Labor Day Classic. I want to go back and cover it again. So how dare you think that it's okay to <laughs> come on my post and say some, some shit like that. So um, I'm aware that having a public profile doesn't make me immune to trolls. Um, I'm very aware of websites like get off my internet. I'm very aware. I'm very aware of, um, which is, I think it's terrible. Like if I don't understand how anyone could hate someone that much that they don't know, I don't get it. Like there are, there are celebrities and people of esteem that I just don't like, but you know, if I don't like them, I'm not going to, I try my best not to think about them. I'm de- and I definitely try my best not not to talk about them uh because I don't want to anger myself like why would you want to (laughs) risk the health like health risks of like raising blood pressure or anything like you don't need that you don't need that negativity in your life and what baffles me is that we are especially now 
especially millennials, we're, we're a generation so focused on positivity and people are saging houses or in crystals, you're wearing gems, but you are harboring hate for people and you're like spewing this vitriol. Like, I don't get it. And I don't think anything that she said or this person said, I keep saying she because I feel like, I feel like it is a woman. I don't think anything that they said was too crazy. Um, I was more, what grinded my gears more was the fact that they, on the topic so serious, it sounded like, because once again, tone is not always best portrayed in written form. Um, it sounded like they were making a really light, making it really light, and it shouldn't have been. And two, they just did it in the wrong spot. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they're not, I, I don't know if, trolls aren't happy with themselves or um they need validation or whatever it is I don't I don't know but I'm the type of person catch me outside or um catch me in my emails like you want to have a conversation catch me in my emails I'll Skype you we can we can have this conversation I'm not I'm not one to back down from any kind of confrontation I'm not I'm a very bold personality um, that's at home, at work, in all, I, I just have a very bold personality and I, I'm not opposed to, I'm not going to back down, especially on topics like that. So anyway, like I said, don't, don't come for me. And like, I mean, I feel like Kenya said it best. Don't come for me lest I send for you. And even if I send for you, double check and make sure that you still want to come for me. Because I will have receipts. I will have a valid argument. Like, I'm not just going to... I'm not just going to be wrong and strong. And if I am, and if I am, I have no problem apologizing. And if you can convince me that I'm wrong, if you have truths to show that I'm wrong, I have no problem apologizing. But oftentimes, the shit that trolls, like, spew is absolutely false. Or they do what this person did. So... I'm setting the precedent now. I know I am still a microblogger. I'm aware that I still have one of the smaller podcasts. Um, but if by chance this does blow up into be something big or, um, it, I mean, if somebody decides that they want to do this in the future, don't like, I'm not, I'm not. And while you're at it, don't cover my friends either because I am, I have very strong women in my circle, period. Like, period with a T. Um, we are outspoken. We are passionate about what we do. We are, I mean, we're just, we're just those bitches. Um, and I say that with the, all the love in my heart, we are just those women. So don't come for us because I will go after somebody for coming for my loved ones. And that's period. Um, I don't know why trolls still exist. <laughs> But for some reason they do, uh, I guess find a hobby, find joy, uh, find a friend, like my Mary say, find, find a friend and get out of my face. I just don't, don't do it. Don't do it. And, um, before I close out this episode, I have to tell you guys again about the fam, the pandemic tour. Now, um, it's probably no secret right by now. I am one of the pandemic partners. And I definitely look forward to going and taking one of my nuggets with me. I'm still not saying which one because there might be a chance that they might listen. Um, 
but um, I definitely look forward to going. We are having a Twitter chat on on September 24th at um, 8 p.m. Central. So I'm in Houston, so Central Standard Time here, uh, 9 on the East Coast, and what is that, 6 on the West Coast? Um, I It's a one-hour Twitter party. We did it before a few weeks ago, and it was so, so, so much fun. Um, I encourage you, if you are nerds, if you're blurs, if you're Marvel fans, if you love Buffy, if you love Harry Potter, if you, um, I mean, if you plan on going to the Fandemic Tour, period, whether it's Houston or another stop, please, please, please hop on this Twitter party. Uh, You, I think you'll have fun. But, um... We have a bunch of giveaways like we did last time. Like last time we gave away a lunchbox. Uh, there was a few autograph things. Um, ooh, Milo uh, Ventimiglia from Heroes. Heroes will be there. A few, few of the cast of Heroes will be there. The green slash white Power Rangers is going to be there. Um, we had a bunch of really good giveaways last time. And this time, uh, our grand grand prize, not pies, not patty pies, but grand prize is going to be uh, a VIP pass for the pandemic tour. So if you can, and I please, I, I highly recommend that you adjust your schedule so that you can plan to join us on the 24th at um, 8 p.m. Central for our Twitter party. And if you can't, that's fine. Make sure you get your passes, whether it's a weekend, whether it's a regular weekend pass, a day pass, or even a VIP pass, um, to come and join us at the Pandemic Tour stop here in Houston. You do not want to miss that at all. Uh, I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another hot take episode. <laughs> and um, I, one, thank you for sharing these episodes. I've had more and more people reach out to me saying that they found out about the podcast from a friend. Or they stumbled across it by searching something else on their streaming platform of choice. So, um, welcome to all new listeners. You are more than welcome to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at and all that jazzy, or for, or um, or via the podcasting. Yeah, the podcasting one, Lay Hot Pear. Sorry, y'all I had a brain fart. Um, or you can email me. So I'll make sure I include my email address. And you can find that in my bios on all those, but I'll make sure I include it in the um, description for this episode. And if there are any topics you want to cover, if you are pro-life and you want to come on and have a discussion with me, like a a mature discussion uh, with me, please let me know. And I hope you guys have a great week. It's going to be a very busy week for me. Um, This week is actually block words, words. This week is actually by black week. So, um, if you're following me on Instagram and probably Twitter, cause I'll probably push it to both. Um, and probably my Facebook page, <laughs> you might see a few things about that. I encourage you guys, uh, no matter what race you are, I encourage you guys to buy black this week. Um, they're often small businesses and patronizing a small business is huge, 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 huge. Whether you're buying food, whether it's like a restaurant a retail store, um, a wellness facility, um, legal, uh, I mean, anything, legal services, uh, real estate services. 
I encourage you guys to buy black this week because the black dollar is very strong and I want to show, I want to amplify that and show people how strong it is. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys have a great week and I'll see y'all next week. Bye.